I've identified four different types of business models that consultants and coaches use to launch their businesses and get clients. Listen into this episode of the Enough Already podcast to discover which one is right for you. Had enough? Ready to turn your career into your own consulting and coaching business? You're in the right place. I'm Betsy Jordan, and with my background as a consultant, entrepreneur, and personal brand builder, I'm here to give you inspiration and guidance to own your brilliance, shape your brand, articulate your message, and get seen and paid as the expert that you already are. This is Enough Already, the place for consultants and coaches to learn how to create businesses and lives that they love. Hi there, and welcome to the Enough Already podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Jordan. I hope you've been enjoying the series that I just completed on this podcast on the number one thing that consultants and coaches struggle with, which is imposter syndrome. We went over what is imposter syndrome and why it's such a common and gut-wrenching struggle. I gave you the cure for it, and I also gave you some real-life examples from consultants and coaches just like you who are able to transcend it. You can go back to your podcast app to find those episodes if in case you missed any of them. So now I'm starting a brand new series on getting started in consulting and coaching. I decided to create this series, and particularly this episode, after I was having a conversation with one of my favorite leaders from Disney who's thinking seriously about starting her own business. And of course, she had a lot of questions. She's wondering, you know, how do I get started? And what's the best way to find clients? And how do you overcome fear and actually make that move? So with that conversation in mind and all the stuff I see on LinkedIn about the great resignation and how many people who are right now in the middle of that big shift... I'm focusing today's episode and this series to start answering these pressing questions. So regarding the business model, this is important because the business model you choose not only gives you insight into how you prioritize your time and your money, but the business model you choose defines and determines the results and the lifestyle you'll create over the long term. You know, because here's the deal, you know, when people leave corporate to start their business, they don't always take that strategic beat to consider, you know, what is my ideal business model? What do I really want? And as a result, they wind up with a business model that makes them feel like they've kind of recreated their career and their salary versus building a business. So I'll be sharing with you why this frequently happens and what you can do to avoid this experience. If you happen to be new to the Enough Already podcast, I want to welcome you. I'm so glad you're here. At On this podcast and at my company, we help consulting and coaching business owners clarify their brand messaging and positioning, create a website presence that position them as sought-after experts. We help them land clients with ease and integrity and take their place as thought leaders and influencers. And our mission is to help consultants and coaches monetize their best at strengths, their authentic passions, and help them make a bigger difference in the world. So you can check out our mentoring programs and our marketing agency services at BetsyJordan.com. Now, my name is spelled with a Y, not an A. There's another Betsy Jordan with an A out there who's getting all kinds of traffic from me. So it's BetsyJordan.com. Definitely check out our signature brand messaging and positioning services, which are designed to help you figure out that unique point of differentiation in the market and build a business that you and your clients actually love. So now let's dive into the four consulting and coaching business models. So the first model is what I would call the subcontracting business model. So this is where you sign up to work for a firm or services that promises to get you clients. So it's kind of like signing up for a temp agency, but more for a higher end type of services that consultants and coaches provide. For example, Dawn is an experienced IT leader. 
When she left corporate, she was hired by an IT firm that offers digital business management change services to organizations, or Al, who's an amazing coach. And the primary way he gets clients is by subcontracting with an agency that provides coaches to companies. So here's the upside of this model. You don't have to do any marketing or sales. Somebody else takes responsibility for that. And so marketing and sales is one of the biggest things that many consultants and coaches have a hard time with. So with this particular model, you don't need to worry about it. You also don't have to do much in terms of investments in business development. You don't have to worry about your visual branding, your marketing, website, or any of that kind of stuff, or even the skill building that comes along with being an entrepreneur. And if you find a good firm, you can get steady work. So all of this is sounding good, but there's a downside. So let me talk to you about the downside here. You really don't have a business. It's really hard information to share, but you really don't have a business. You have a job. You're working for this firm. And because of that, you're going to get paid way less than if you got clients on your own. And many times these firms will want your network in exchange and have non-competes. So you'll be giving up your hard-won relationships to somebody else. So I have a couple clients who came to me after they saw that, and that was what really bothered them, is they have this list or this network of emails. And so this company wanted either their list or they wanted them to actually market their firm for them. And then they kept thinking, well, why would I do that when I could just do it for myself? So that's when they decided to really invest in their brand building and their business platform. Here's the other thing that happens with this particular model. You're oftentimes doing work that you've long outgrown. Either you're doing work at the same and sometimes at a lower level than when you left your job. And that work is often labor intensive and you're paid by the hour. And a lot of times you have to be on site with a client. And so all of that flexibility and that time freedom you might have wanted with your business, you're not really getting. And here's a downside that most people don't think about, but it's really important to me, is I have a hard time picturing giving up my partnership setup to somebody else. Because I believe that when you own your positioning and your partnership setup and how you work with a client, you're, that defines your impact. It not only defines your earning potential, but your impact. So for example, when I was at Disney as an internal consultant, what fueled my success is how I shaped our clients thinking about the real work they needed to get done. So my biggest claim to fame, my biggest project was this project that redefined the guest cast and the cast leader interactions, which was so effective that the best practices that this project developed is now being taught at the Disney Institute all around the world to all these other companies. But the initial client request that led to that project wasn't anything about, hey, let's redefine the guest cast and cast leader interaction. It was all around like, hmm, I think we should do something to motivate our frontline leaders. But what I was able to do is influence those executives to pivot from these wants to needs and dial into their more strategic vision. And this is how we created this huge project. So obviously, my perception and my reputation in the company could dramatically grew because I was leading this massive project. But I also was able to make a much bigger difference and it went beyond Disney. So I would never outsource this type of positioning to somebody else because my goal is to be that strategic partner with my clients. A version of this model that I really don't like is looking for other more successful consultants and coaches to see if you can get their overflow work. To me, that's just a, um, it's just not the most powerful position that you could take. So my recommendation is if you're a mid-career professional, only consider this model if you really don't have that drive or that desire to have your own business and all those lifestyle benefits that come with it, because you'll be leaving a lot of money and opportunity on the table. But 
If you're a younger professional and you're just starting out your first career, this is a great model for you because this is a model where you can get mentoring and learning experiences that are far better than if you would have just tried to do this on your own. So this would be a great model for you. Okay, so that's the first model. Now let's talk about the second model. This is the model that I call the freelance model. So in this model, you tend to work your network to find clients. So you let people know that you're looking for consulting or coaching opportunities and you respond to whatever comes your way. I use this model when I first started my business. I told people I was looking for consulting gigs and voila, you know, my former clients and colleagues hooked me up. I got a bunch of clients this way, some smaller companies, but bigger companies like Chet. Many of my clients use this model before we work together. So for example, Scott's a fractional CFOs for startups and he finds his clients through word of mouth. Our Mary, whose professional reputation is just really great in the industry that she's in, and she draws clients even though she doesn't even have a website or even a LinkedIn profile. So let's talk about the upsides of this model. It's actually really fun to connect with colleagues and former clients and let them know what you're up to. And they're always super excited to help you. And you don't have to invest in much of an online presence. When I started, I just had a little brochure website and it was fine. So you don't have to do much. Um, You can have a LinkedIn profile and, and you're probably good to go. And you can support more than one client, which is really fun, you know, that getting that variety. This is what Scott likes the most about this particular business model. He loves having multiple clients that he's working with, and he likes the variety that it provides. But here's the downsides. Another hard piece of news I don't want to give you, but I have to anyway, is you don't really have a business. You're a freelancer or a paid-by-the-hour type of coach. This is what's the hardest thing for people, the endless chase for clients. That lack of consistency, it can be exhausting. It just can be, and soul draining, just staring at the computer like, where's this next client going to come from? Your network eventually does dry out. And here's the other little kicker. The work you do is awfully similar to what you did in the past. So this is what happened to me because I didn't know any better. You know, I created proposals that looked exactly like the work I did as an internal consultant at Disney. And part of the reason why I left Disney is I was sick of that work. So now I have a business or a freelance business and I'm doing the exact same work. And here's the real challenge too, is there's a lack of a clear path to scale. So you're really stuck in that paid for time trap. But this model does work really well for people who have a great network and ideally a second income source. And I'll have to tell you, to be really honest, this model did work great for me when I first started out because my real goal when I left Disney wasn't to grow a big business at all. It was actually to be home with my kids and to have more time to work on my own personal development. So I just took some corporate gigs to kind of stay on the side to keep up my professional skills. And I also wanted to work more in the kind of work I do now around that brand building. But at the time I was looking at career coaching. So I signed up to work with a counseling practice as a career coach. So it's great. I got my skills, but I didn't have any financial goals at the time because I was married at the time. But then I got divorced and I had to do something else. So this brings us to the third model, which is what I call the profitable business and brand model. So in this model, you pair your technical know-how and expertise with the essential things you need to run a profitable business, especially around marketing and sales. So the way to get out of the subcontractor or the freelance model is you've got to find a way to embrace marketing and sales. So here's the thing. You know, when I first got divorced, I knew I did not want to go back to corporate. That was my mantra. I will not go back to corporate. So it was time for me to commit to my consulting business. And I had to learn how to do the marketing and the sales and all the things I needed to do to build a website and and how to price myself, all the kinds of things that I didn't know how to do yet. 
And so this is what Jen and I do, my partner Jen and I do with our clients, is we help people with these critical skills, these strategies, and we give them the tools. So we help first-time business owners set up their business in this way, or we help the subcontractors and the freelancers transition into this type of model. So let me talk to you about the upsides of it. So here's what's great when you really invest in your business foundation. You actually have a business that allows you predictable and scalable profits. I will never forget the freedom I felt when I was at the end of one of my early years in business and I landed a client somewhere like in November that paid me $100,000 and I had a check for $100,000. And my accountant told me though, because we were so close to the end of the year, he said, don't deposit it into the first of the year. So I sat through through all of Christmas with my what I would call my turn my lights on money. So I knew in January that my whole next year, my turn my lights on money was was already provided for me. And the kind of peace of mind that provided, that was awesome. So when you have the kind of business where you have that predictability, it's it's a game changer in so many different ways. The other big game changer is how you're perceived in the marketplace and how you see yourself differently. So when I was able to create this more established business, when I really invested in my website, it changed my language. Even with people who came to me from a referral standpoint, I had a different level of confidence. One of my clients, Jason, was saying that through our work together, you know, he was getting a ton of work through word of mouth. But when he really dug into building his business foundation and his brand messaging and his positioning and his website, he says he went from a transactional consultant to an industry leader. So he is now getting opportunities at the C-suite that previously eluded him. And I think what's really interesting about Jason's story is his website hasn't been launched all that long. So it's not just because the website was there, it was the process and how it transformed him that he felt more confident because he had the words and the messaging to go after that. The other thing about this model is you have control over your earning potential and you have the means to scale. So you get to decide how much you want to get paid and how you want to get paid. So you have the ability to define more for yourself around how do you want to work with your clients. And with that kind of freedom, you can take advantage of the time that you now have control over. One of my clients is Dave, and he is an avid golfer. And what's cool for Dave is he doesn't have to wait to the weekends to enjoy this passion. He can build it into a schedule. Lori is a mom, and a lot of reasons why she built her business instead of going back to corporate was to organize her workday around her kids. And that is exactly what she's able to do. So um, when you work with a firm like ours, though, what we do that's different, there's a lot of different support you can get from a lot of different types of partners, and you can get training, and you can get mentoring, and you can get um, agency services. We bring it all together, but what's really unique about our particular company, more than just our A to Z services, is we build a brand and a business model that's aligned to who you are. So we're really passionate about creating a business that's aligned to who you really are, what you authentically want. Because if you have a business that you love and feels like you, you will stay in the game longer. This is that secret to long-term success. It's not luck. It's not talent. It's not even like that get out there and go. It's that when you're actually using what makes you happy, you don't feel like you're working at all. You know when you're using your best at strengths. You know what I'm talking about when you're in the zone of your best at strengths is when somebody comes to you and says, oh my God, you're so great at it. And you're like, hmm, well, that was, that's nothing. No big deal. That's when you know you're in the zone. And the reason why you brush it off is it comes naturally to you. So imagine if your workday and your entire business model was based around those skills. You would not feel like you're working. So now let's talk about the downside of this model. 
So like any business, you got to invest money to make money. So this is really hard is you've got to invest money into it. So you have to be willing to transform your relationship with money. So you need to invest in your skill building and your tools, like your visual brand and your website design. So anytime you're trying something new, you have to create new skills. So when it comes to consulting and coaching businesses, what's really hard for us is that I should already know this myth, you know, because we help businesses grow. Why don't we know how to make our own business grow? And it's because you know how to help companies grow, which is different than an individual brand like yours. And also you don't do everything when you are working for a company, you have a, a role, but there's a lot of other partners around you. When you're a business owner, you're, you're everything. And so you have a lot of skills. So the learning curve can be absolutely overwhelming. So you have to overcome that. That's why it's so important to work with somebody who's been there, done that, has the t-shirt and can show you what to do. And then you also have to work through any resistance you might have around marketing. Marketing is really tough for consultants and coaches specifically. The reason why is we are the product we are the brand, we are everything. You know, when you might've done marketing for other companies, you're hiding behind the company, but now when it's your brand, it's like, it's all you. So there's nowhere to hide. But here's the hard news. You don't really have a business without marketing. But again, here, going back to the brand messaging and positioning and why it's so important. The fastest way to overcome marketing issues is to love your business more than your fear. This model is ideal for consultants and coaches who want the control and freedom that business ownership offers and are willing to do the work to transform themselves to create that business. All right, so now let's talk about the fourth business. I call this the thought leadership model. So this model can be the next step after you achieve a profitable business and brand, or if you're an extremely seasoned professional and a creative idea person, the one you start with. And this is the model where you make money off of your big game-changing ideas, your industry-shaping ideas. One of my favorite colleagues and collaborators is Carol Cox of Speaking Your Brand. And we often have conversations around what is a thought leader. And here's some of the things that she and I agreed on. So being a thought leader is not just about being somebody who can create content or getting paid to speak. You know, content marketing is a key way for consultants and coaches to get clients. And you can get paid to speak as a workshop leader or an expert presenters. But the difference between a thought leader and expert is this. An expert are people who are inviting others to learn with them. So they affect change by creating shifts in someone's knowledge and skills. But thought leaders are different. They invite others to imagine with them. So they affect change by creating shifts in perception through either a big game-changing idea or a personal story that is connected to that big idea. So when they create a speech or a book, a podcast, it's not about their head knowledge. It's their hard-won wisdom gained through going through struggle and finding themselves on the other side. So it's very personal. So they're not just narrating other people's story. They're bringing their own story to bear. So this is the kind of person like a Brene Brown or Elizabeth Gilbert, you could see that, or you see a lot of other consultants who are out there who talk more about their own stories and they're inviting people into transformation from that standpoint. This model isn't for everyone and to create it is personally costly in terms of vulnerability and willingness to be seen. But the upside is not necessarily in the financial areas. Of course, there's a financial impact because as you're a sought-after thought leader, you definitely can have premium fees. But the upside really for someone like us who is purpose-driven is the impact that you can have. That's where it's tremendous. So this type of model is for people like my client, John, who's an extremely seasoned executive, and it, but he's also a cancer survivor. So his life work 
isn't really based 100% on his career accomplishments, but what he discovered about the importance of relationship as the primary measure of success. That's what he's all about, and he's ready for legacy. Or for obviously for Carol, whose business is all about transforming women into um, thought leaders. So here's the thing. If you're new to consulting or haven't stabilized and scaled your profits, this model probably isn't for you yet. It's not for everybody. But as someone like me, I aspire to this type of model. I'm not 100% there. I want to include this model though now because I want you to imagine with me the potential of aspiring to this model. And if you are creating that profitable business and you know this is on the other side, you can begin that work and you can begin to create those skills on how to create content. So those are the four models. So subcontracting is where you sign up with an agency or a firm or sometimes other consultants or coaches who will find work for you and pay you a rate out of their profits. Freelancing is where you work your network to find opportunities and take whatever comes along until your referral network source seems to die out. Or the third model, profitable business ownership and building a brand where you invest in building that platform and that foundation for attracting clients, converting clients, and charging premium fees. And then finally, thought leadership is where you share your big ideas and your personal stories to shake up an industry or ignite change. So now you're probably wondering what's next. So I got three next steps for you. Number one, decide which model works best for you. Let me give you two criteria to help you evaluate. Number one, looking at what is true about you and what drives your career motivation. And the second is courage. What's really important here is be true to what you're looking for and whatever you do, Don't let fear dictate your decision. Second, if you want to have that profitable business model and brand or are an aspiring thought leader, please check out my programs and book a free strategy sessions. So what Jen and I do is different from maybe other intro calls you might've been on because what we're not going to do is give you a rush sales call. If we're the right fit, she and I will put together a custom proposal with a solution that matches your budget, your learning style, and your starting point. So go to BessieJordan.com forward slash schedule, and you'll find a way to just get on our calendar right there. Let me share with you why people want to work with my team. First off, they're sick and tired of trying to figure it out on their own. It's just exhausting. And they were sick of cobbling together best practices they found online or listening to cookie cutter programs and trying to discern like, okay, which one works for consultants and coaches? Or they couldn't figure out how their career experience translated to consulting and coaching or how to package it or bring it to market. They couldn't find the words to describe what they did or who they helped. They were unclear on which business model they actually wanted. They felt painfully inadequate to carry through the mission that they knew they had, or their initial business setup was just not working. So what they appreciate about working with us is that we're end-to-end. We provide the brand positioning strategy, the copywriting coaching, and the visual brand and website design, and all the sales and marketing skills training and coaching. It's one stop. And we're supportive, especially my partner, Jen. She is the nicest human being you'll ever met, and there's nobody who's more supportive than she is. And as a result, working with us fast tracks your results, improves the quality of your brand and your marketplace perception with one firm that saves you time and money. But the best thing is you'll get clarity and confidence in the value of what you do, because we all know here, clarity is power, right? We provide that clarity to our clients. You need someone to do that for you. So that's what we provide for you. And especially when you're growing your own business, that there's a lot of fear going on, a lot of that fear of the unknown. So clarity is the antidote to fear. 
The third action item I want you to consider is in this episode, I talked about the four different business models for consultants and coaches, but you might be wondering, well, what's the difference between the two? What's the difference between consulting and coaching? And what are the implications for the right business model? Well, I'm glad you're asking that question because I'm going to be tackling that in our next episode. So I'll be sharing a whole lot more around that. So please make sure you hit subscribe or follow in your podcast app so you don't miss out. And if you enjoyed this episode and had a a colleague who might get value out of it, please share it with them. You could also follow me on social media. I'm on LinkedIn and have a ton of behind the scenes consulting and coaching tutorial videos on YouTube. So until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If today's episode lit a fire in you, please rate and review Enough Already on Apple Podcasts or subscribe wherever you listen. And if you're looking for your next step, visit me on my website at BetsyJordan.com and it's Betsy Jordan with a Y and you'll learn all about our end-to-end services that are custom designed to accelerate your success. Don't wait, start today.